Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer along with Cam Moon, Brendan Escott, Derek Scott on our free agent frenzy day. It is currently 133 in Edmonton. Um, yeah, we're just working on a couple different things here, seeing if we can uh, negotiate contact with Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, who's just wrapped up his availability. Cam Moon is in the house as well. And there has been a plethora of moves occur here. Uh, we will tell you that Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Derek, just interrupt me. If we uh, end up lining up our guests, feel free to uh, feel free to jump in. Uh, but uh, Cam Moon, we're going to let you race through some of the uh, more recent signings. All right, Dominic Kubalik signs with the Detroit Red Wings. Two years at 2.5 AAV. Andre Burakovsky in Seattle, five years at five and a half. Ben Sherratt in Detroit, four years at 4.75. Josh Manson in Colorado, 4.45. Jan Ruda in Pittsburgh, at three, three years at 2.75. Erica Branson in Columbus, four years times four million. A couple of ELCs being signed today. Yuri Slavkovsky, the first overall pick, signs in Montreal. Montreal. Shane Wright, who went fourth overall with Seattle, he signs his ELC. He signed it on the ice today while they were having their development camp and actually physically signed it while he was on the ice. So that one's uh, certainly a little bit different, but that's how they got it done in Seattle today. Again, you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. And suffice to say, uh, in terms of the... um, Oilers fans, uh, they're liking the work out there. Can you go check to see? Just, what do you need? just uh, no, no, we're good right now. Uh, again, uh, we're just um, Ken. Ken Holland has just finished his availability, and we're just sort of trying to coordinate uh, getting Ken on the show here. Go ahead. You wanted to jump in? Yeah, locally, uh, Kale Clegg, who's from Lloyd Minster, he signs a one-year deal with the Buffalo Sabers. Could see Sam Steele end up in Calgary. He was not qualified by the Anaheim Ducks. He was drafted by Bob Murray. Bob Murray now works. Uh, for the Calgary Flames, who, of course, lost Johnny Goodrow. Johnny Goodrow has not yet signed. The Oilers, meanwhile, uh, Ken Holland said it was a priority uh, to uh, end up getting a priority to uh, get both Evander Kane and Brett Kulak re-signed. The Oilers just confirmed Brett Kulak probably about, uh, I don't know, um, 15 minutes ago, so that's all good. And we continue to uh, monitor things as we speak in terms of any other potential developments. The Oilers have signed Calvin Pickard to a two-year deal. He is represented by Edmonton-based 
agent Jerry Johansson. They've also signed Greg McKaig, who is with Wasserman. Uh, his direct uh, agent is Judd Moldover on that, uh, but that is the agency that's also got Connor uh, McDavid, 136 in Edmonton. And again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. I guess we're having some technical difficulties at this time. Coordinating Ken, I don't know if he's had to step out because he's got another call. I know he's he's one of the things that we got out of his press conference Still working away. Still trying yeah. to grind and get some things done. So he easily could be on a call right now. Right. Yeah. And we are in the play-by-play -play studio. We're <laughs> not in the main studio right now. Uh, so uh, once we get Ken, uh, we'll get to him here. We will tell you John Shannon is going to jump aboard as well. Um, Bob, I'm hearing that Calgary is in on Nazem Kadri. Have you heard anything yet? That, that is a possibility that they would get Nazem Kadri. There is, they've got the cap space to do it now. Uh, and again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, the Chicago Blackhawks have zero NHL forwards and two Ds signed past the 2022-23 season. And one NHL player, Seth Jones, uh, after 2024-25. Culture change in Chicago. I'm not sure that Seth Jones is going to last that long in Chicago as well. Uh, this text comes in from Victor, Bob, and the gang. Uh, what do you think about the decors? Barry, Kulak, we're good together, but that would leave Bouchard to play with Broberg, which isn't ideal. Would you do a deal with Arizona? <laughs> Two first, Barry, and prospects for Chikrin and Picks. And uh, what would Ottawa want for Brown? I believe Ottawa wants, to be honest with you, they want a couple picks. That's what they want. So, Bob, would Brendan Lemieux not complete the team toughness uh, while they're adding speed? Brendan Lemieux has signed a one-year deal, $1.35 million uh, with the LA Kings. Bob, Delorier, 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 get it done. That one comes to us from AJ. Elliot Friedman has reported that uh, Delorier is headed to Philadelphia. Now, there is going to be a player that's going to pop out, pop out of uh, Philadelphia. What's that saying? I can't read. All right. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to pivot on the fly here. We're having some issues getting hold of Ken, which is uh, which does happen at times. Uh, Derek, if you could reach out, we're just going to do a. We're going to call an audible on the line here. We're going to get John Shannon going actually, and we'll get him. To, we'll get him to hop on the. Uh, tie line for us and then we might move off once we get ken if we are able to get him and i'm not sure if whether or not uh, ken holland uh you know the, the still ongoing situation all right let's go to john shannon right now for legacy heating and cooling hello john how you doing i'm great bob hey cam thank you for uh joining us on I, I know we moved you around a couple times here uh give me your overall assessment uh on the order's body of work well, I think that they, you know, they. I think they did what they had to do. Uh, you know, with, uh, it was no secret. Uh, lots of guys had it. Uh, Jack Campbell was on his way. That addressed one issue. Last night's uh, late night announcement of Evander Kane was a sigh of relief. You could hear from all over the province uh, to get that done. So from from that perspective, uh, I, I think Kenny's off to a pretty good start. Kulak resigning. I think we all saw his value, particularly in the playoffs. Uh, but I think there's still work to be done. I, and, you know, I think that there's still things that need to happen uh, uh, that that need to improve in order to get this team uh, to another another level. I am not confident as of uh, 140 Mountain Time that Connor Brown is on his way. I'm not. 
uh, simply because I think that the, it, it's just a, a lot of money to uh, to be paying a guy uh, for to be that person. Do I like Connor Brown? Absolutely. Would I like him on my team? Absolutely. But I'm not confident it's going to happen. Well, part of the reason you're not confident, like I would have thought if Ken Holland was doing a one o'clock avail, maybe the possibility existed that the orders might have closed. You know, and I think it's going to be a combination of trades. Let's face it, John, the orders are going to have to move out money in order to fit Connor Brown in because they've they've got three restricted free agents right now: Kyler mm -hmm. Yamamoto, along with Ryan McLeod. And yes, a Pulleyarvi. I know a lot of people thought, well, maybe Pulleyarvi goes for uh, Connor Brown. I'm led to believe they're looking for a couple second-round picks. If it's picks, that's the combination to get Brown. The Oilers are going to have to get wow. some draft capital. Uh, do we have Ken uh, at this time, Derek? Okay. Uh, uh, draft capital is going to be an issue. So, so tell me this: uh, Is that your belief as well? That right now, part of the issue is the Oilers got to move out some money if they're going to consummate the deal for Brown. The domino effect of everything that's happening in around that is that, that what Pierre Dorian is trying to improve on is his blue line. His blue line has Swiss cheese in it right now. Uh, and, you know, they can't rely on Thomas Shabbat playing 60 minutes. So what needs to happen is whether it's draft equity to move players around to get another quality defenseman in Ottawa. And then obviously removing... Connor Brown's hefty salary of what is it 3.8 is that what it is this year 3.6 yeah okay um you know from so from that that's what's happening on the Ottawa end um you know and I, and to, to your point I think it's valid I mean I in, in listening to Cannon is in his uh, availability you know I, the you know Yamamoto is going to happen not an issue he's talked to the agents Ryan McLeod's going to happen not an issue going to happen he's he's earmarked money for those guys already uh, so the question then is becomes what, what happens with Pugliarvi uh, at at this point that allows everything else to fall into place, and I think that that's and I and Ottawa doesn't need Jesse Pugliarvi, they don't. So that 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 becomes that in the end that becomes the real factor. Yeah, well, I can tell you there's a lot of excitement right now in oil country. Uh, they've got Jack Campbell. I want to start there. What I mean, you're in Toronto. It's a difficult market. We saw Cody Ceci excel here last year at Edmonton. We saw Tyson Berry bounce back and lead the league in points by defenseman. Uh, they both played in uh, Toronto at one point. Uh, Zach Hyman was a rebel. You know, I mean, he came as advertised and delivered. Mm -hmm. Give me your headspace of what the Oilers are getting in Jack uh, Campbell, John. Ultimate team player. I, I think that that's the one thing is that Jack Campbell, if you watch him, uh, how easily he communicates with his teammates on and off the ice, uh, that's a big part. Let's, let's face it. Jack Campbell had a swoon in December and January. It affected everything that was going on with his time with the Maple Leafs with, a, with an expiring contract. Great start to the season. And by the way, they did not lose in seven games to Tampa because of Jack Campbell. I, I would tell you that Jack Campbell kept, in a, kept them in a couple of games and did his job. You know, the team defense was a major issue for the Maple Leafs in, in, in the last three games. Jack Campbell is a quality person and a quality goaltender. Is he Andre Vasilevsky? No, he's not. But he's a darn good goalie, and he's an upgrade. And I think that there's much more consistency in, in, in Euler goaltending today than there was at the end of the season.
Did Ken Holland put on a master class of negotiation with Evander Kane and Dan Milstein by allowing the Milstein and Kane camp to go out to the market early? I think that was really smart. And, I, and you know, and I, I actually... I know, I know Oiler fans get angry with Kenny every time he talks about his time in Detroit, whether it's a drinking game or not. But years of experience, years of experience... They do matter. Do matter. And, and so he's been down this road before about what happens in, in scenarios. And, and Ken has a great feel for the market. So for, for them to be able to say, hey, listen, go ahead. Go talk to people understand where we are that we're giving you a fair offer and Bob you and I talked about it on Monday you know it, the question for me was was there's going to be three or four years if he stayed in Edmonton but it couldn't be seven right so go out and get a feel for what the market's going to offer and and quite frankly I was surprised that uh, that the deal occurred as quickly as it did because Milstein got the message nobody's given Evander Kane seven years anywhere and so that why that's why it made made sense. The money makes sense. I had I talked to two managers this morning before before uh, noon Eastern, and both of them said, "Boy, what a great deal for the Oilers. The Kane deal is perfect under that scenario." All right, tough day in Calgary last night on Johnny Goodrow. Are they in on Nazem Kadri? Does that make sense? Well, you know they want him because they wanted him once before. Right. Uh, I, I just think that there, 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 are, there are other things in play that we haven't heard from. There are other people that we haven't heard enough from, both with Kadri and Goudreau. And you wonder, you wonder, you know, if once Goudreau goes, Kadri goes quickly or the other way around. Where's Lou Lamorello right now? Very quiet, as he normally is on these types of you days. You would never know. You would but never you know what was coming. Come on. Right, and that's my point. Steve Eiserman. Steve Eiserman's okay. the same way. He's he's stealth Steve. You know, I, I think that there, are, there there's a couple of teams in play here in addition to the Devils. Chuck Fletcher has to move money to get Goudreau. I'm not sure that that's possible at this point, and maybe that's what Goudreau's waiting for. John? And that's all part of what's going on. John, we're going to transition uh, from you to Ken Holland. Thank you for your time. Wow. Great. That's that's John Shannon. Thank you very much, John. Sorry for the abrupt cut there as we bring aboard Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Ken, how you doing? Good, Bob. Nice to be with you. Thank Yes, thank you. How are you feeling about things right now? The body of work so far, starting with getting the Kane deal done last night uh, and then the Campbell and Kulak deals done today. Well, I feel good. I mean, obviously... Uh... You know, two of them were here, but they were they were big parts of our team, obviously, in uh, in Evander Kane and Brett Kulak. And then, uh, you know, uh, when the year ended, and I knew that Koski was going back to uh, back back over to uh, play over in Switzerland, and and um, Mike Smith was is uh, is beat up pretty bad. That uh, we needed to get a, a number one goalie and feel good about Jack Campbell. So, you know, certainly they're big pieces for us. It's it's a it's a number one goalie. It's a legit uh, first line winger that we, we we got to keep, and you know, uh, and, and Brett Kulak. So I feel good. I still got we still have more work to do, but uh, but I thought today was a good start. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll get to specifics on Jack Campbell. Uh, I know there was an extensive amount of scouting done with him. Any concern about how the back half of the season went for him, or do you think that he, you played the position yourself in goal? Do you think maybe part of it had to do with you know dealing with an injury? Uh, what was it specific about Campbell that you liked? 
Well, I like that. I mean, certainly when you play in, in Canada and especially in Toronto, I mean, he's, he's, you know, you deal with the everyday pressures, uh, um, you know, the, the, the expectations of a fan base of the, of the media. And I thought he thrived and, 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 uh, you know, played very well. And he was a, you know, was a number one goaltender. I thought he played, I thought he played at a very, very high level, probably the first half the year. I, I, you know, he dipped a little bit, and then, and then I thought that he um, did a tremendous job. And down the stretch, you know, over over eight, over eighty games, it's hard to play at uh, at, a, at a at a at a high high level. That, that's what the superstars do, and, and there's very few of those. So, you know, I thought that, uh, and, and he, I thought he played. He was eyeball to eyeball against Vasilevsky in a seven game series. Uh, you know, it was two two to one in game seven. He's thirty years of age. Um, you know, we talked to a lot of people. He's, he's a tremendously hard worker. He's, he's very accountable. Um, he's well-liked and well-respected by his teammates. Obviously, I talked a lot with Zach Hyman, um, and we, um, we, did our, we, did our, we did our research. So I, you know, I think he's at a good age. He's 30 years of age. He's been through the, the – you know, he's been, been in a very difficult market and, uh, um, and, and played very well, and, and, and we're excited to have him, and I know he's excited for the opportunity here. Ken Holland joining us, Oilers GM. Ken, was there a point where you thought maybe you wouldn't be able to re-sign Evander Kane? Yeah, I mean it was it was a difficult uh, it, 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 it was a difficult negotiation, Bob. Not because I think throughout it all, um, uh, Evander wanted to be an Oiler, and I think that that uh, and he enjoyed his time here. He enjoyed playing with, uh, especially with Connor. He you know he feels that our team has a chance to win. Uh, you know he, 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 like anybody that gets into this game, the, you, you want to. To, you know, get your hands on the cup one time, at least one time in your career, and I think he feels that our team has the the potential to, uh, you know, to compete here going forward. Certainly, the, the now it's now it's the challenges of the cap, and and uh, and then there was the challenges of the, um, um, his, you know, his arbitration that that uh, the pending arbitration with the San Jose Sharks. So, I think ultimately, um, you know, the the the, the we found a solution that that Evander felt good about. We found a solution that uh, we felt good about. I know that he's going to pursue and he's going to push ahead with uh, the uh, the arbitration. We've walked through it. I've walked through it a lot with uh, with uh, with Dan Milstein, um, and um, I I have a, 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 a I'm very comfortable and confident um, where we're at and, and, and knowing what's ahead. And I guess most of that comfort and confidence comes from the fact that uh, um, Evander wants to wants to play for the Edmonton Oilers, um, wants to play in front of this fan base, and uh, and feels real good about his role um, on this team and and the potential of this team. Ken, there are defensemen going uh, that aren't were not as good at defending uh, in the playoffs for four million on four-year deals and four point seven million on four-year deals you got brett kulak done at 2.75 million times four the guy had uh of all the defensemen in the playoffs that the Oilers had he did the best job at eliminating zone entry and it had the highest success ratio on breaking up cycles this guy this guy turned out to be a real important guy this is especially with the duncan key signing can this is a huge signing for you isn't it or retirement of duncan key yeah this is a huge signing. yes he would have been a huge loss for us and uh, you know certainly uh 
Um, I talked a lot to Brett and to say Jerry Johansson. I had I'm getting to be a regular over at Joey's here down here. That's where his agent Jerry Johansson eats all the time. So I was at Joey's four or five times in the last two weeks with meeting Jerry for uh, for lunch, trying to find a solution. And you know, to your point, obviously we, we traded for him at the deadline. Our people identified him. Uh, I thought he was everything that we had hoped he could be and and, and better. And I think you know, in, in a league that's that's big on skating, that's his strength. He's a really good skater. He's a free skater. Uh, he's a good defender. Um, he can make simple, you know, easy passes to get to get you out, and and uh, and, and and those things are very very valuable to all teams. And uh, you know, I think that he's 27 years of age. You know, he's never probably had a real opportunity to be a, you know, a sec, you know, to play 20 minutes a night. He's going to get that opportunity uh, here, and I think he was excited. You know, it's, he's he's an he's an Alberta Edmonton boy. Um, his role on the team, um, the opportunity to grow and be a bigger part of this team, with obviously with uh, with Duncan Keith uh, retiring, we're all we're all factors. But I think certainly, you know, from his perspective, he wanted an opportunity. That's what the Jerry said. He wanted an opportunity to kind of explore the market, and uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm glad that uh, he got the opportunity to explore the market. Feels good about coming back. Feels good from a from a business standpoint. You know that uh, he got to see what's out there and. Uh, We've got a happy camper, and I think it's important to have happy people. And and uh, I think Brett's really excited today, and we're excited that he's back. All right, Ken. Uh, or, hey, you mentioned the Joey Bell Tower there. Nicole Letterman is the general manager there. Nicole, you know what that means the next time Bob and Cam and Kevin come in, right? You're going to look after us. There's a free plug. That's how it works on radio, Ken. All right. <laughs> Uh, I had to do it. I've known the guy for 15 years. So uh, I'm looking at the lineup, and you said you still have work to do. I know there there's a, a significant name that's out there that's been out there for a while. I know you can't specify players that are under contract in other teams. I'm looking at the makeup of your team right now and thinking that maybe you could use a support forward in the 12, 13, 14 spot that can take care of business if you know what i'm saying is there any appetite to add a little bit of muscle in the bottom six or conversely do you you know are you looking for functional toughness uh, are we looking at a seventh defenseman that can maybe do that role a bit where's your headspace at well, we we've got to sort out the bottom. I mean, the bottom part of the roster. I mean, obviously, I've got uh, there's a couple you know spots uh, that are that are there, but um, you know, I think basically you know we're down now. We're tight. This is now, you know, we've kind of done our thing with Kulak, the, uh, Campbell, and, and Kane. You know, we, we spent, what, five, ten, you know, $14 million of cap space today. Um, and it, 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 now there's teams out there with cap space, kind of got to let the dust settle. Certainly would like to sign another player or two um, for the bottom part of the roster. Probably got to be seven fifty to a to a million dollar range. You know, part of it is going to be you know can can Dylan Holloway make our team? Uh, you know, we 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 were, Brad Malone was going to go to Europe. He came up at the end of the year, played a little bit. He's the captain of Bakersfield. I think he can. We're going to give him a chance to see in training camp. But certainly, we'd like to sign another couple of guys between now and and. Uh, you know, again, I don't know if it's today or tomorrow or it's going to be next week, but I'd I'd like to do a little bit of something to the to the bottom. What do we like? A little bit of toughness. Uh, I think it's hardness. You know, we we want to be want to be hard. You want to comp- you want to compete hard, and and 
Um, you know, so those are the types of players for, you know, play hard, you know, competitive, um, maybe kill some penalties or, um, but, you know, get in the forecheck. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll see where it's at here over the next uh, little bit. Uh, Ken, final one for you. Are you going to Chicago for a wedding this week? Yeah, I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. Uh, my son gets married in Chicago on Friday night. My wife got there on uh, on Sunday, and so uh, it's been a, you know, we he, we he was supposed to get married two years ago, and then the pandemic hit, and then he was going to be last summer, and then he, he asked me, you know, Dad, can I pick a date? And I thought, oh, July, July 15th, that's great. Free agency is July 1st, and then and then obviously uh, July free agency moved to July the 13th, so it's been a, you know, I, I, I'm just going to kind of show up there tomorrow and uh I'm looking forward to having a great day with my son and the future daughter-in-law and all my all my kids and and, and relatives. But uh, um, obviously today was an important day for uh, for the Oilers, and I feel good that we were able to keep uh, keep Evander Kane, keep get Brett Kulak back, and and, and get Jack Campbell. But but I, like I said, I've still got more work to do here uh, going forward. Uh, just to set the record straight, the he was going to get married two years ago, and again last year, same woman. In all three scenarios. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, they were, they've been very patient. My, it's like Greg and Danielle have been very, 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 very patient because uh, they were going to marry in the summer of uh, twenty, and then obviously the pandemic was full, full going, and then they had made done, and then the Canadians couldn't get down because of uh, my lots of my, my my sister and every you know relatives couldn't get down. Cindy's sister, Cindy's got five siblings, so he's they pushed it back one more year. So there's there's we couldn't we couldn't change it. When I when I heard that the, the, it was July thirteenth, three agents. See, there was no chance I was going to go to Greg and ask him to to, to, to change, and, and Danielle to ask to change their date again. So, uh, looking forward to celebrating with them on on on, on Friday night, and uh, again, glad that we could uh, make some uh, make. I thought these were real awesome pieces pieces for us today. But I but again, I, I do know they got some more work in kind of assembling this roster. But these were key pieces today. You gave us 14 minutes, Ken. Thanks a lot. Have safe travels. Have a great time at the wedding. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Ken Holland, Oilers GM. That's gold. It is 158 in Edmonton. Uh, we're going to be back at about 206, 207. Our free agent frenzy will continue for an additional hour. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.